It seems a little strange every year on the uh, fourth Sunday of Easter to have in the middle of this season suddenly a whole set of readings that are talking about sheep and shepherds. During the Easter season, we're mostly thinking about themes of resurrection and the triumph of Christ over sin and death and the establishment of the early church as we get it in all of our Acts of the Apostles readings. And then right in the middle, we have all of these good shepherd kinds of readings. So does anybody here have sheep? Anybody? Last night at Mass, we actually had somebody who had sheep who was fact-checking me while I was preaching. Okay, well, I have to say that I am sheepless. I do not have any sheep. But I have done some cursory research, and let me tell you a couple of things about sheep. First of all, sheep are not very bright. They wander off, they step in holes in the ground, they get tangled in underbrush. And they're not very good herd animals because they don't have much instinct for it. Um, That's why we breed and train dogs to herd them. Sheep aren't particularly fast on their feet either, which makes them an easy lunch for all sorts of predators. So sheep need a shepherd. And shepherding is a full-time job. I mean, forget little Bo Peep with the cute outfits and the perfect hair. That is not a real thing. A shepherd spends his or her time running after the sheep day and night. And that big stick with the hook on the end of it, that is not a fashion accessory. The curved end is for pulling the little guys out of whatever they've gotten tangled in today. And the other pointy end is for fighting off wolves and other predators. Shepherding is a full-time job. Now, on one level, seeing ourselves as sheep can feel maybe a little unflattering. We want to see ourselves as more active than passive, more self-directed than herded, more than just sheep. At the same time, we also understand that we are interdependent and we're reliant on God's love and providence for those things that we need. And this works on many levels for us theologically, and most importantly, on kind of a a Christological level, talking about who Jesus is for us. Jesus, the Good Shepherd, is our ultimate guardian, provider, guide, and our safety. In John's Gospel, Jesus also refers to himself as the gate of the sheepfold, as the portal through which we pass, finding safe pastures, and the knowledge that in his care no one will enter to slaughter and destroy. So this good shepherd is, among other things, a model of leadership for us. The good shepherd is looking out for the interests of the whole flock, not for himself and not just for his favorites. The good shepherd is seeking out sheep that are lost and bringing them home. That's why the leadership of the church must always be concerned with reconciliation and with evangelization. The flock follows the good shepherd because they recognize his or her voice. And if that voice is alienating, they will not follow. The gospel tells us that the shepherd walks in front of them 
But the shepherd can't get so far ahead that they can't hear that voice. And so we must have leadership that is recognizable to us, that stands with us, and that leads us to seek out the lost. Pope Francis has famously said that the shepherds should smell like the sheep. They should be rubbing shoulders, sharing their lives. And so it is worth asking what the sheep smell like. Sometimes when they're fresh out of a bath and nicely groomed, they might smell like Chanel. Other times they smell like garbage. Sometimes those cute little lambs on a spring morning could smell like a fresh spring day. And sometimes they smell like disease. And a good shepherd isn't afraid of any of that and should smell like them all. The gate of the sheepfold is also an important model for leadership for us. For a community to be nurtured and safe, we've got to have some boundaries. But the boundaries also have to allow people to move. A gate that's always locked is not a gate. It's just a piece of the wall. And so Christian communities need leadership that is flexible, that allows people to move in and out of the sheepfold through the gate. Just as a brief sidebar, did you know that the derivation of the word cardinal is from the Latin word that means hinge? I don't think that's a coincidence. As I said at the beginning of Mass, this weekend I am marking 30 years of ordained priesthood in the community of the Paulus Fathers. And during those three decades, I have tried to be a good shepherd for the people that have been entrusted to my care. My first year after I was ordained, I was in a parish in New York City. And since then, I've done 11 years and counting in campus ministry, both here and at Ohio State. I spent 11 years working as a broadcaster and media producer in Washington, D.C. For three years, I was the Paulus Director of Vocations. And for four years in there, I was on the Paulus National Leadership Team. One of the things that I've learned in all of those assignments is that it is more important for me to hear your voice than for you to hear mine. The people and the communities that I've served have constantly challenged me to be a better pastor. I've been formed and sustained by my Paulist brothers, and I could not be a priest and a pastor without them. But I also want to shout out some thanks to the amazing people that I have been blessed to work with through 30 years. Religious men and religious women, lay ministers of various descriptions serving in a church that doesn't always appreciate them as they deserve, business administrators who handle the logistics, the finances, and the other tasks I could never do, the people who look after our facilities and keep them clean and in working order, the amazing and versatile ones who minister as receptionists and administrative support, uh, fabulous music directors, and the people who work on our fundraising that provide the fuel to keep the whole thing going. And of course, I am deeply grateful for and humbled by the hundreds of volunteers and benefactors who make ministry possible. Finally, because this is also the World Day of Prayer for Vocations, 
I want to say that I am thankful to Almighty God for 30 years of joyous priesthood. Even when times have been tough, I have always experienced the joy of knowing that I am in the right place and doing the work that God calls me to do. If you have ever thought about religious life or priesthood, I am here to tell you that it can be a life full of joy, love, and grace. If you're a parent, or if someday you will be a parent, please encourage your kids to think about that kind of life. Finally, I want to ask your continued prayers for the University Catholic Center, the Paulist Fathers, and for me personally. I hope that doesn't sound selfish. I want to be a better shepherd, and I need your help to become that. May God, in his goodness, preserve each of us in our vocation and as disciples of Christ, our Good Shepherd.